Welcome to the Akko Shiurim series, dedicated in memory of Rabbi Daniel Levi Zatzal. The Gemara Masech Davay Dazar Daf Lamed Chesem and Abe Aleph teaches us Am Rav Shmuel Barav Yitzchak Am Rav Kol Anech K'may Shuchai Anything that could be eaten raw Anybody Mishum Bishul Aiv Dekachavim There is no Isser Bishul Akam in such food. Says the Gemara Basura Mas Nahachi That was the version that was taught in Sura. However, in Pumbedisa Mas Nahachi in Pumbedisa was taught Am Rav Shmuel Barav Yitzchak Am Rav Kol Something that is not brought to the table of a king, there's no official akam. Ask them, my benayu, what is the practical nafkamina between these two approaches? Where, which food will be mutter asr? Says the Gemara, ik benayu, ktagim ktanim, small fish. Ardi are mushrooms, and daisa are porridge. These are foods that are not eaten raw, but not but they're not eaten at the royal table either. So it, you don't have the heter of nechel k'mashuchai, but you have the heter that it's ena oila shulchem and lochem. So there's a very fundamental machloikus rishonim how to understand this gemara. Tysus over there on the Flamet Ches Amid Beis, Divrei Maskel Ikbenayu, quotes Rebbeinu Tam that the Gemara chose Nafkamina only by things that are not eaten raw, and therefore, according to the first version, we have a problem of Bishlakim, but according to the second lotion, Enishal Chamalachim, it is Mutter. The Gemara, he said, he points out, does not give us nafkamina about foods that are eaten raw, but but are put on the royal table. For example, honey or cheese that are eaten raw, but they're put on the shulchan malachim. So he says the fact that the Gemara only mentions nafkamina in that direction and not in the other direction, from here we see that the second Lashen is not coming to disagree with the first Lashen and disagree with the heter of Nechel Kamashuchai. It's rather coming to add. And therefore he says that, says Rabbeinu Tam, and that is the opinion of most, of most Rishonim, the Rajba, the Rosh, the Ran, the Ritva, that we take both opinions Lakula. That means either condition, if either condition is not met, it's not oil shulch malachim, or it's eaten raw, it's not subject to bishul akum. And that's expressly the opinion of the Rambam. And Perak Yudzayram Hilchas Machos Asurus Halachas Yudalim Tezvav. The Rambam says, Goy Shabishalonim Kaldova Nech Kamashuchai, Hare Elu Mutarim. It has to be something that's not eaten raw. And then he continues, So Ramam clearly requires both, like the, follows the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam. The Ramban is not clear if these two versions are agreeing with each other 
or disagreeing with each other. The Ramban is not clear what to say. And he says that maybe we have to go L'Chumrah. And you have to have both conditions to be met, to be makel. The as is brought down in the Shulchan Aruch, in Simen Kuf Yud Gimel Sef Aleph, tells us, so the Shokhanarch is very clear that the only time we have a problem with Bishlakim is if the food is not eaten raw or if the food is not if food is oil and the food is not oil al-shukhmalachim. In the absence of both of those conditions, we have no issue. And even though the Ramban disagrees, and he says that anything that's not eaten raw still could have a problem with Bishlakim, maybe we pass on like the second Lushan, or maybe the Ramban wants to suggest we have to have both conditions, we don't pass in that way. Of course, we need to understand why indeed something that's Nechel Kamay something that can be eaten raw, why is it not subject to Bishal Akam? So there's two primary explanations why. One explanation offered by the Rishonim is that Bishal Akam means that the Akam cooked it. That means that the Akam accomplished something with his cooking it. But a food that's edible without cooking that act of cooking is not considered a significant act, and therefore, since it's not considered a therefore since it's not considered a significant act, therefore, it's not considered bishalakim. This is the opinion that Rashi says in Masech Debei Daftez Zayin Amar Aleph, and Toisus as well in Masech Tainus Daflam Amar Aleph says this pshat. The Ran has a different explanation. The Ran and Ritva take take the approach that the whole Isser, as we explained in our previous shurim for Bishalakim, is to prevent a cure of Hadas, a connection with the Akum. A food that's eaten raw, even if the Akum cooked it, it's not Choshev. It's not, it doesn't create that type of connection, and therefore there is no Isser Bishalakim. It's also very important to point out that even though we're speaking about bishul, what is considered an act of bishul for bishul to make a food considered bishul akum, what's not considered a food as far as bishul akum, that is a, the the rules and the requir- and the conditions for bishul by bishul akum is not necessarily the same for all other halachas. That means, even if you'll have a food that isn't subject to Hilchus Bishal Akam, because it's considered Nech Kamashuchai, that doesn't mean if you'll cook that food on Shabbos, you won't be chai for Bishal on Shabbos. The, and the way we're explaining it's very understandable. Because Bishal Akam is not strictly limited to is this a Maisa Bishal, is this considered a Maisa Bishal or not. It could be that it's very much an act of Bishal. But even though it's an act of Bishal, that doesn't mean that it should change the halacha regarding what's considered Bishal for Shabbos. Or another example is Erev Tashilin. There are different foods that 
to, to make a, a valid Erev Tavshilin, we have to use a cooked food. What's considered cooked for Erev Tavshilin doesn't travel together with what's considered cooked for Bishol Akam. Now, there's another interesting question. And that is, the Pais can discuss something that is Nechal Aideya Tchak. Something which is normally eaten by cooking, but it's, you could eat it without cooking. What is the halacha? So the Ramah, in Kif, in Simen, here in the Shulchan Aruch, in Simen Kuf Yud Gimel, Sif Yud Beis, tells us, the cold Dover Shanecha Aideya Tchak, something that could be eaten Aideya Tchak, and the Akam cooked it, which is mentioned earlier, and therefore, so the Ramah seems to take the position that anything that you need to cook, that you can't eat, that people typically don't eat, raw, is not considered nechel kumar shuchai. There are other achroi rishonim that disagree with Taisus. The, the Ritva opinion is that anything kumachal, any food that you could eat it raw, even though that's not the way you typically eat it, the halachi is that it's not considered bishlakum. And there's a tshuva in two places, in the Shalsa Tshuva Smarsham. Chelik Beis Simon Reis Samach Beis and Chelik Vov Simon Peiches. He discusses what is the status of milk. We know, certainly nowadays, all the milk that we drink is pasteurized. But milk could technically be consumed even when it's not pasteurized. So the Rasham Paskins, that even though it's typically pasteurized, since it's possible to drink raw milk that's not pasteurized, it's enough to say that it's not in the category of a food that's it's not considered it's considered nechkamashuchai and not subject to bishul akam. And so too, I saw the Ravad Yosef says in his Sefer Halichas Olam Chelik Zayin Parshas Chukas Sifkotan Tezvav, he paskins that anything that's edible raw even though it's not something which is typically eaten raw, still the is is subject to, not subject, it's not a problem of Bishal Akam. As we continue discussing this halacha, of what is or isn't considered Bishal Akam because it's Nechal Aideya Tchak, actually, we look in the Shulchan Aruch, in here in Simakuf Yud Gimel, there are various seifim here in the Shulchan Aruch that seem at at a at the glance to contradict each other. In Sif Yud Beis, the Shulchan Aruch tells us Tagim Ketanim Shemolchin Yisrael Oved Kachavim. Four fish that were salted by a Jew or Akum Harei Kamoshin as Gash Mixes Special that's already considered partially cooked because they're edible when they go through this process. And therefore, if an akam then broils them, mutarim. Continues the Shulchan Aruch. Large salted fish. 
can only be eaten it says the Shochnaruch, the Fichach, and Tzolom, I have to kachavim, if I akum, cook them, asurim. Because it seems the Shochnaruch holds that something that only nech aidei tchak is not considered nech kumay shuchai. But then the Shochnaruch says, v'yesh matirim. And the remark continues, we quoted this remark a moment ago. The king called Dovish nech lchai aidei tchak, ubishloi of the kachavim, dinik kagagim v'doylem, anything that it's only nechla day day tchak, and it's considered subject to bishlakim. And then he continues as we read it. So these are the words of the Shulchan Aruch in Sif Yud Beis. But if we continue looking in the Shulchan Aruch in Sif Yud Dalid, the Shulchan Aruch says, "Beya a egg could be eaten raw." In Bishlai of the Kachavim, if a Akum cooked it, Asura. Here the Shulchan Aruch does not in any way differentiate whether, doesn't say Yesh Oisrim, Yesh Matirim. He says, since most people don't eat raw eggs, it's not Mutter. And then the Shulchan Aruch in Sif Tezvav teaches us, Tamarim Hamorim Ktsars, dates that are bitter. Again, they're not eaten normally raw. In Bishlam of the Kachavim Asurim. So the Bach and the Taz ask the obvious question. So what is, how do we understand the Shulchan Aruch? When we spoke about the fish, the Shulchan Aruch says that Yesh Oisrim Yesh Metoyrim, but the Dagim Gedoylim, the big fish. By the egg, by the Tamarim, the Shulchan Aruch said it's also under all circumstances. So the Taz in Sifkat Yudalid makes a very interesting distinction. He says there are different degrees of Achila Yudaya Tchak. There are different degrees of food that are edible or not edible Yudaya Tchak. Something which is totally really not edible, and takes a lot of effort to eat it, that's something that's considered subject to Bishlakim. Whereas other foods are really not that great, not that geschmack when you eat them raw, but they're somewhat edible, that's where the Shulchan Aruch says, yesh oimrim, yesh metirim. The Bach takes a different approach. He says, something that's not necho, Something that you have to force yourself to eat raw is not is subject to Bishal Akum. However, if something some people eat it raw, even most people don't eat it raw, the fact that some people eat it raw puts it into the same category that the Shukhanarch, and we're going to discuss this in Mitzhashem in our coming Shurim, that the Allah is that if a food was cooked by a Jew, a third or a half cooked, most people won't eat food at that point. It's still not subject to Bishlakim. So we see from here, says the Bach, that if somewhat processing takes, if some people eat it, it's no worse than Machel ben And since it's no worse than Machel ben Drusoy, the Allah is that it's not, that there could be a reason to be Mechel. But one more very important point. There are foods that in the time of Chazal were eaten, that were eaten raw, 
at least to a certain decent amount of the population, and now are no longer eaten raw. The Shochanar keeps on speaking about food that is chitin, wheat. Apparently, wheat was eaten by some people raw. So, so it's very clear that nowadays, where there's hardly anyone, if anyone, that eats raw wheat, the fact that it was eaten raw, bizman chazal, certainly will not have any relevance bizman hazer. And therefore, certainly such food will be subject to bishlakim, even if in the time of chazal, it was not subject to bishlakim. The one question that's left open, which we will in Mitzvah Shem discuss, is what happens if there's a food that in one location it's eaten, and another location it's not eaten that way, how does the halacha view such a food?